I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is episode 243 on the Get Married podcast. And today we are talking books. How many books are we going to talk about? I think about 10 or 11. Okay, we're talking <laughs> We're talking our favorite books particularly because now is this time where we kind of have all of this time, this newfound time to do things and maybe you are like if you're like me just watching Netflix and maybe thinking I could probably do something a little different with my time. Maybe I'll read one of those books that is going to inspire me or teach me something that I never knew before. Yeah, I feel like all the books we're about to talk about are, you know, those books that create motivation and inspiration. So they're great books if you are feeling stuck on a project, maybe you have this goal in your life and you want to feel some momentum, this book will help you. One of these books will help you. So, you know, it's not like these are – they're still great books just for entertainment as well and connection and magic. Go ahead, read Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh my, yeah, right. And exactly, if you're, if you're looking more for like that type of book, yes. <laughs> these are not really <laughs> That's a different books. list. That's a different yeah, list. Yeah, this list is this list is for like personal development. Yes, there we like, go. This list is for if you want to feel motivated, feel inspired, feel excited about your life, then one of these books is going to do that or make you go deeper yeah. like into life, like oh into yourself. Okay, in no specific order at all. Like they're not one to ten. It's like – whatever I could remember. The first book. <laughs> Big Magic by Lisa Gilbert. Oh, I love this book. I want to read this book again. I think I need to read it again. I love how Liz writes. I mean, I follow her on social media and she's definitely been sharing lots of great mm. stuff during this time. But this book is about finding and following your passions, your bliss, and like just simply being curious. And mm. yeah, as you said, Carl's digging a little deeper, like what in what lights a little fire and like go see it, like mm. go nurture it. Yeah, I think it's a really inspiring book, you know, if you have like just an inkling of something that you're interested in, it really inspires you to to go that way toward it. But it also like alleviates any pressure that you might feel in that you have mm. to make it your thing that you do, yeah. which I'm all for making it your thing. If you can, like, and you want yeah. to, like, go ahead and do it. But I also think if you don't, that's also okay. Exactly. Because what you're what you're um, ridding your life of by not following it is joy. Like if you don't follow it, like you're missing that joy. Oh my god! Like gosh. it doesn't have to be your thing in order to create joy. And yeah. I think joy is like the most special feeling. And sometimes that pressure of like, oh, if I don't make it my full time gig, or I'm going to fail, or I'm going to suck, it stops us from even beginning. And that's such a shame, really, if we don't even allow ourselves to try. Exactly. Yeah. So this book gives you permission to try oh. and to follow your passion, your love, and your intuition yeah. as well. Like to be like, I'm going to maybe try that pathway. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Everyone read it yeah. and us too. 
And it's not too long, I think, as well. And there's lots of good stories in it. I think, you know, great stories sell great ideas, oh, don't they? Like 100%. Yeah, so, like, it's not just a book that talks about ideas. It's yeah. not just, like, you should do this because X, Y, Z. It's, like, here's how it happened to me. Yeah. And let me take you on this journey. Yeah, it's, like, through her stories and, so and friends' stories as well. It's yeah. a really cool book, yeah. actually. I mean, she's a beautiful writer. Yeah. Next book? Yeah. The Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. Oh, my gosh. Again, this book. story. Oh, so good. This book, like, had me. This book was riveting for me and it really taught me so much. Mm. It taught me the power of surrendering. Yeah, I think the most cool thing about this story is, like, he really went from <laughs> – you know, one extreme to the other. He went from this massive company owner, this businessman, and then he went complete. No. He was in uni. Yeah. But he wasn't a company owner then. He became a company owner yeah, I... through the experiment, like through the surrendering. Oh, okay. But I was talking about how what he did. So like he yeah. made that, but then he went and did like this other thing, which was like this like meditation center. Yeah, yeah. So which but was, that like, was later. But this crazy. is but this is the cool thing. So in the end, he is like this epic CEO corporation, and what got him there was building a, a meditation retreat, was starting at that point, which is cool. It's like the other way, yeah, right? Yeah. So it, show, it talks about surrendering to life itself. Mm. So when something comes into your life, say someone says, Carla, can you build this, blah, 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 <laughs> and you're like, I don't really want to. And, yeah, I can, but I, I, I don't have time for that. Instead, you surrender and you say, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it can be like it it's like I maybe it was a bit different back then because now we have a thing called the internet where like you know you get we get asked to do so many things like if we surrender to every single thing I feel like I don't know about that. I guess we have to kind of know we have a BS radar, right? Like sometimes people ask you to do something and you know that is like like that is not for me. Yeah. Like, I know that if I do that, that is so wrong and yeah. I will not have fun. But I think it's in the moments where, like, you're like, why are you asking me this? This is really odd. This is strange. And yeah. then you go toward it. Yeah. And maybe it's like saying yes to a random friend who you don't maybe, maybe an acquaintance, mm. I should say. And they're like, hey, do you want to come check this movie out with me? Or do you want to – I don't <laughs> know why I said that. Like, do you want to come go hiking or, like, go do this thing? Do you want to do a Zoom call? Yeah, right now, yeah. It's like maybe I should use examples that we can use. Do you want to do a Zoom call? Do you want to accidentally meet for coffee? Uh, yeah, it's saying yes to those things, yeah. even though you're like, but why? Yeah. And maybe it's like, don't even wonder about the why. Don't think about their alter ulterior motive. Mm. Maybe they don't have one. Maybe they just want to meet up and have fun. Yeah, and I think it, it is a really nice way to live. And I know we've used the book um, to make a lot of decisions. Like we've, like sometimes things will happen in our lives, like business-wise. And we'll be like, why do they say I go, okay, we just surrender. And Oh, I just banged the microphone. And also what I think it helps you with is your false 
belief of control mm. that we actually have any control because we don't really. So true. Like, so, you know, we can't be like, I want my life to look like this because so much could happen. Yeah. Whereas maybe this whole letting go and surrendering to the flow of life yeah. is a beautiful way to live. And it's kind of fun and you don't think about it as much. Yeah, and I think the cool thing is, like, with his surrender experiment, like, so much happened. Like, he wrote his first book. Like, because he wrote Untethered yeah, Soul before yeah, this one. Yeah. And so that was kind of, like, talking about how, like, or his spiritual journey and then that again was a surrender experiment of like someone helping him write that book and things like that so I think it's like letting go so just let yourself go and go with the rhythm that is already around you I loved how he talked about how the environment has a rhythm yeah and how we can tap into that yeah how we can be like oh like the ocean flows and like the the rhythm and the energy of the world around us like we're actually able to tap into that as well and and to feel it and don't you think you feel better when you're like that I know I feel so much better especially with work stuff and that's why I think like it's like sometimes you just need to let go of your to-do list and it's like you know what like all that stuff is going to be there but Mm. right now it feels like I'm marching uphill and actually, no, it's vertical and no ladder. So yeah. I'm not moving. I'm just getting angry. So it's like let go, surrender. Turn around. Yeah. <laughs> and what where, what is surrendering? Maybe it's stopping completely mm. and having a break. I mean, we had a big surrender moment, didn't we, When with our business pivot? Yeah. I can think back to that moment. That was a massive surrender moment where we were like, this is so dangerous for our business but we're just gonna do it because it felt right and like we had to kind of just let everything go so everything could piece back together and yeah it's a great book again a short book i love short books (laughs) when you know we've only like one there's only about two two of these books on this list that are really long yeah true so great book everyone read it (laughs) and if you did like that you'll also probably like the untethered soul which is more so like for it's not stories, yeah. which I really like a story. I See, I need stories. Yeah. And this is why this next book isn't actually from me. It's from Carla, The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bouchard. Yes, and I think, you know, if you like reading uh, inspirational quotes on Instagram, if they, if they really, like, ramp you up, if you're like, oh, that was a great one, then you'll love this book because it's pretty much, like, that's how I kind of feel that it is like it's like reading these little snippets of inspiration that just get you so fired up and inspired for life um the reason I actually bought that book was because on the back of the book Paulo Coelho is that how I say his name the alchemist author he actually wrote a testimonial for the book Ah. and I was like well if he likes it then I'm gonna like it because I loved the alchemist yeah and so again it's so short but it's like 12 lessons for life it's Mm. like 12 lessons on how to show up as a motivated person every day and I think you know the greatest lesson that came from this book for me and I know I've shared it so many times but I'll say it again is this idea of that motivation comes from action. So so often we're sitting, we're waiting, where's my motivation? I'm not feeling inspired. This sucks. Like how come yesterday I felt really inspired and today I don't? It's this idea that by taking action, by taking one step, that then the motivation will come. And so you have to kind of push through that resistance at first, like I don't want to do anything. I'm just going to sit here and do nothing actually. That idea of like start and then the motivation will come to keep going. And I think we can even think about like a workout. How often are you like, I don't want to work out. I just, I won't do it. Yeah. And then you start and then you want to keep going. So, so I true. Think of it like that. So, so many true. moments in life are like that. Uh, well, that leads us to the alchemist. 
Polo. Oh. Colo, however we say his name. Isn't that book the best? Oh, my gosh. It's a beautiful storybook. And, you know, really, what is it about? It's about the meaning of life. <laughs> That's mm. what it's about. It's about listening to the call of adventure and then knowing that the treasure, whatever you're looking for, is always inside you and has always been inside you the whole time. So literally your call to adventure could be a, an inward one, it could be an outward one, whatever it looks mm. like and what feels right to you. But a beautiful story with so many lessons. And no matter what you do, whether it is an internal journey or an external journey, the end is always the same. The treasure is always within. It was yeah. always there. It's just how you go about finding it, like uncovering it and recovering it. Yeah. And that looks different for, for every person. And I think, yeah, once again, it's an it's an adventure story. So, like, you feel excited reading. Really. Yeah. Like, you're like, what's going to happen next? And who's he going to meet next? And yeah. there's always these little lessons, like, by all the people that he meets. Like, remember yeah. the glass shop that yeah, he worked yeah, at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was this one thing that um I remember he was like very particular with how he like cleaned the glass yeah. and it was like this this process of like making sure it looked beautiful and and that was his purpose like the yeah. glass shop owner was like his purpose was to make the glass look beautiful yeah. and I thought wow how special like you can really bring purpose to every moment in life yeah, like that's so just beautiful. because like you you feel like your job is small don't think that you don't make a difference and I think that is such a big le mm, lesson beautiful I think another book on this list that actually you haven't read Carl's but I keep telling you you should read it is Siddhartha by how do I say his name Herman Hesse 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 I don't know how to pronounce that a German author. And I feel like this story, this book is kind of similar to The Alchemist as in it's like, you know, the story of a young man and he goes on his life's journey and meets all these people which takes him through stages of his life. And, I mean, this guy goes from, like, young kid to to adult. Maybe he dies in it too, I can't remember, as an old man. But just all the different life aspects. So, you know, he lives as a kid who does what his father says, then it's like he becomes, oh, like what are my thoughts mm. on life? Like how? what do I think? Mm. And so he goes on an adventure away from his family, away from his home and starts experiencing life for himself. And then he lives as a poor man and then he lives as a rich man, like wearing all the amazing clothes and and he meets an amazing woman. I think she's a courtesan. And, you know, he lives this high life. And, you know, we can all relate to that where we yeah. get sucked into the materialism and needing the best clothes and the best brands and, and maybe using relationships and sex and pleasure as life's goals mm. and fulfillment and then coming out of that again and it's like actually whoa what was that what what is all these crazy things that I let kind of control mm -hmm, my life mm -hmm. and then I can't remember the next stages but it was all really beautiful and so relevant for today's day and age and every single person's life so it's like you know this story set in I don't know I think it's in India like there's Sanskrit in it too yeah so. I love it okay so I'll take it off the bookshelf and I'll pop it on <laughs> you're my like, read I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna read it and I'll come back to you guys in a week I actually did read a book within a day the other day Oh, I was like, what the? It, this book is, you'll do that. I've read this book so far. Okay. So you know it's a great book. And, I mean, there's just so, you know, the stories. Yeah, if Emma, guys, if Emma reads it fast, you know <laughs> yes. it's a good book. And I think, you know, whenever you can visualize so perfectly, mm. not perfectly, but, you know, so vibrantly and with color and and you just know the story, the writer 
just is a beautiful writer if you have those pictures in your mind. Yeah. And how fun that we can go on these adventures inside our it's brains. so amazing. <laughs> and our hearts. Like, uh, yeah. Because that's all these books in these words are like soul words and they evoke such feeling in our hearts. Yeah. Um, next. Next. I'm going to read it though and I'll report back. I sold you if on you guys, the book. If you guys read that one too or any of the ones we've yeah. talked about, let us know. Take a photo. Yeah. Uh, the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I love Once this again, book. a book I read at so an airport fast. while I was waiting for a, oh my, my God, plane. So fast. It was such a quick book. Again, oh, my God, how good is this book? So this book, it's all about resistance, isn't it? Yeah. And as a writer, he's a writer. He What was the very famous book he wrote the golf book with will smith in the movie i don't know oh will bagger vance something oh god bagger. i have no idea <laughs> good job guys uh anyway he wrote lots of famous books <laughs> Bagabon? <laughs> no, no nope anyway he wrote this book and it's about, I guess, like his writing style and how – what would he call so Was it, it Muse? The Muse would yeah. come, and come and help him write and yeah. then resistance would come. Yeah, and he would say – I guess it's the idea that resistance is always there. Yeah. Like that it's always going to be there and you yeah. have to kind of push through. Oh, my gosh. And it's like wow. – But then like when it's not there, you just like go and you write and you do it. And yeah, it's all just about his creative processes, which I guess like Emma and I are both really intrigued with like people's backstories and like – how do people make things? Like we're always questioning, like, how did they make that movie? How did they do, do you that? Know, that is actually what I'm almost more interested in because I love – what I love is I love good music. Mm. I love singers. But I want to know the person. Like what mm. gets What's a person? Yeah. Like how does this person create this? Yeah. Like where does it come from? What pain have you been yeah. through? And what life and magic have you been mm. through? And that's why I always love – like documentary yes and kind of like talking about oh what does this line mean oh we should do this about documentaries oh yeah that's a good idea that is a good idea um but yeah no this one is good i think for anyone who's creative who any if anyone writes paints dances does anything um or wants to start something i think that this is a great book to help you realize that we all feel the same thing yeah. we all feel that like eh. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you do it, you're like, I did it. Yeah. And then that comes back again, the whole I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then you do it. And then it's a cycle. Yeah. So it's a great inspirational book if you want to start something. I love that book so much. And it gets you out of your own way because usually resistance is yourself. Yeah, your fear. <laughs> it gets you out of that. It gets you out of the ego. Yeah. Yeah, the ego of like judging your work. Yes. Of being afraid that it's not good enough. Yeah. But really that's just your self-judgment and your fear of rejection, exactly. which is such a human thing. So human. So, oh, poor human. <laughs> the Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. Yeah, again, I think this is a great – I almost think this is a great gateway book to self-development because yeah. I think, once again, it's got a, a great intriguing story. If you don't know his story, he's been through a lot, yeah, like a lot, a lot, and even more so since the book has been written. Um, so it gets you in with that and then it gets you in with how he overcome his own – his own um, adversity mm. and created like his own way of, I guess, making a life that has purpose and meaning and he does it in a really easy way which inspires you. There's no way that you won't feel inspired to wake up even for just one day and do the miracle morning after reading that book. 
I did it for one day, like fully, like yeah. the whole like savers thing that he talks yeah. about. Um, but you know, you don't have to do them all. You could pick one thing and that's yeah. how you start your morning. It's this idea of like how you start your morning really runs the day for you. Yes. And I think I'm all for that. I I know for sure that if I start my morning with either like a form of movement, a beautiful, like um mindful coffee with people I love, um, a delicious smoothie, some deep breaths, then I know I'm going to have a better day than if I didn't. So true. I love that. And so again, it's so book. short. Yeah, super da- short. And book. Dad even read it. Yeah. And it's like the guys, first book he ever read. This is saying a lot. <laughs> I think it's the only book I've ever seen my dad read. <laughs> and actually Joel read it and it was his like first self-development book and he read the whole thing. Good job. Okay, next book is a long book. Maybe the longest book I've ever read. <laughs> no, I didn't. Maybe. No, Harry Potter's pretty long. Uh, <laughs> Women Who Run With The Wolves by Clarissa Pinkola Estes. Pretty Estes. much what we call the Bible for women. It's the Bible. Like, it's better than the Bible. <laughs> I mean, you haven't read the Bible. No, I haven't read the Bible. <laughs> I'm sure the Bible that. is great. <laughs> and I'm, I love every – like, I love you all. Nothing. I'm just being funny. Uh, but this really, it did become my – I don't know. This book told me about things about myself that I did not even know. I think that's the magic of a book that fully, a book that, and, you know, words that you just read and it's like, oh, I just understand myself a little bit more now. Every sentence has been pieced together with thought and intention. That is why this book is so amazing because I'm just like, how do you write a poem in every sentence? How do you write like this? This book is amazing. You have to read it. This this book is like food. You know, like art can be like food and it just fuels you. This book fueled me so, so much. Food. This book healed me. I, I was reading it just after a breakup and I just knew I had to read it. And I was literally at rock bottom, heartbroken, destroyed, you know how it goes. I looked at the blue sky and I thought it was ugly and disgusting. And that's where I was. And this book helped me get to the place where this blue sky was a magical, wondrous thing again. (laughs) I have fond memories of us because we read it at the same time. We kind of did like our own little book club. And I have fond memories of us having the books in our handbags, like wherever we went, we would get it out and we would read it. So we'd have like these coffee dates like before, like we'd do yeah. yoga or Pilates and we'd go sit at coffee oh and we'd gosh. get the book out and we'd read it and I'd like take a photo of you reading it, you'd take a photo of me reading it. We'd be like, ah. yes. And then I'd read it, we'd read out passages and we'd be like, listen to this sentence. And it really is a piece of art. And once again, I think stories. Oh, the stories. And, you know, she uses the stories from fairy tales and myths and legends. And I mean, they're all archetypes for life and, you know, our our lives, mm. our personal lives and the, our friends' lives. Like you can see each and every one of us in these stories, these old, old stories mm. that are just so mystical and magical, but so real. And I mean, that's the purpose of myth, isn't yeah. it? Like it is to share a life lesson. If you read this book, you will notice things in life that you didn't notice before. That's what you will do. And I think that's a magical thing. I know that for me, whenever I see red shoes, it's something that I'm always like, interesting. Like I'm always just like intrigued by I'm like, 
But mm-hmm. now I just have a uh, <laughs> love of skeletons and bones yeah. because of that story, the skeleton yeah. woman, because it just spoke to me at a time when I needed it because it, it was my story. Yeah. It was literally, I am skeleton woman. Yeah. And, you know, so many women can relate to that story, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, so make sure you read it. So once again, it's an, uh, not once again, this is the first book, actually probably Motivation Manifesto, but this is like a book where you can pick up, you can open to a chapter and you can start it from there. Yeah. Like you don't have to read it from back to front, even though I would recommend you do, like please do read it from back to front and please push through. I know it's a long book. I know it is, but you can do it. Oh my, honestly, that book, I'm sure you can. I'm sure everyone who does say they struggle, I I don't know. I, I, I want you to try again, please. Just be with the book. Yeah. Just you, don't do you anything You know what, you else. need to allocate the away. time. You need to give it, you need to give it the time that is required. The time it deserves. Oh my gosh. This, okay, so clearly this book is our number one book. Please read it. Yes. Okay, next. Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, I nearly dropped my phone. Ah. Uh, the next one, ooh, great book, life-changing book for us. Think, Think and Grow Rich. rich. I knew you were going to say when you said life-changing book. By Napoleon Hill. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, this book, we've done a whole episode on this book. and it's Yeah, so episode- if you don't want to read it. Yeah, just listen just to the episode. Podcast. And I'll link it up in the show notes. Actually, Rose will link it up, our new VA. Hi, Rose. <laughs> Hello, Rose. We love you. Uh, so this book really, really shifted our whole mindset around money and we really needed this this shift because i mean we were we had a business money is an important part of life but we were really in scarcity mindset and we just were i don't know i think money was kind of like a dirty word almost mm-hmm. it was like we just chose to to steer clear of money talk we would rather put our heads in the sand than know what was happening with our bank mm-hmm. and fees and mm-hmm. whatnot whatever all the things and not only did this book teach us that you know anything is possible that we can we can kind of like create a goal and reach it mm-hmm. and use money you know like talk to mon- talk about money and be more open with money and it will help us I don't even like how else did it shift like everything I just shifted. think it helped us so much as Emmy said like it really helped us realize that we can achieve anything we put our minds yeah. to and that mindset is so important the way that we think the way that we talk yeah. is so important because the way that we think about something the way that we talk about something then creates our beliefs around that yeah. thing which then creates our reality well and, and I, I mean we we somehow had got that perspective that money is bad and that rich people are bad. Yeah. And who knows how we got that? So we had to shift that. Yeah. And the book shifted it for us. And I think we were also at this time where we were starting Marybody, which was new. So we were like, okay, like we want to start like afresh with like a new mindset with like thinking about this in a different way that we, than we've ever thought about business before. So I think it really helped us with that. But again, like the stories within it of like the underdog and then mm. like the success that came and I think just the the whole idea around all you need to do to succeed is to believe and to persist and it's true. Yeah, persistence was a really big it's message, true. wasn't it? Yeah. Because if you believe in it big enough, if you keep taking action, of course you're going to see results and you just keep going. You just keep going. It's the whole idea of that guy who's in the cave and he's chipping yeah. away the rock and just behind there is the treasure and then he yeah. turns around. Yeah, it's like just one more chip. Just don't turn around. 
And I mean, like that pretty much that lesson, that persistence message like stayed with us forever. And I mean, we already had that naturally anyway, because we did believe in ourselves, but we did. You have to work through these Mm. mental blocks sometimes. And the only way we can do that is by realizing that we have these blocks. Mm -hmm. And that book showed me what we were kind of blocked with. And it was Mm. so much like even my worthiness Mm. of and deservingness of like receiving money for something I do yes about your value yeah like it was like I and I was really afraid to sell Mm. a product even though like okay Mary buddy a product I care so deeply about a product I put so much energy in a service I know I know it brings goodness to the world I know yoga and pilates does because it brought goodness to Mm. my world and I'm so proud to 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 create it yeah but still like promoting it and selling it, there's so much resistance because Mm. it's like, well, who am I to be this person? I'm not good enough. So the book shifted that. Yeah. And then with another thing, sometimes it's not that a book teaches you something that you don't have. Sometimes it's that it teaches you the importance of what you already have. Yeah. So I think for us, you know, we we were persistent and we believed. We didn't know how important that was. And we're like, we're doing a good thing. We're like, oh, ticks for us. We're awesome. Like, we already do that. So I think that's a really powerful thing when you realize how important the thing you've always been doing, how important it actually was. Well, it's like as much as uh, like it's nice to appreciate stuff about you. Yeah. No, you you got to. We yeah. got to, right? We got to be our own big supporters. Yeah, you're like, oh, I do that naturally. Great. I'm a, um, that's a tick for me. Yeah, tap on the back. <laughs> High five myself. <laughs> but definitely read that book, Think and Grow Rich. Oh, Otherwise, listen to the podcast episode we did about it. Uh, search Mary Maker or search Get Mary, Think and Grow Rich. And, yeah, we'll pop the link in the show notes so it makes it easy. Next book, Man's Search for Meaning, Victor E. Frankel. Oh, mm. what a great you book. You see, I only got through half of it. What? Yeah, I only read how? half. Oh, no, wait. I did read the whole thing. Remember, I was shocked how short it was. Yeah, and you were like really into that logotherapy or whatever. Yeah, remember you were like, I was I'm gonna, gonna learn, learn it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, pretty sure you finished this book. Like, I'm pretty sure you. No, were I obsessed. did. I was. Yeah, this book. This that, was, a- but that logotherapy. I feel like that's made for me. <laughs> I honestly do. I forget about it. Really. It's like, seeing the purpose. Yeah. The good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like trying to make good of something bad. Yeah. So. I mean, this book, wow. Great, great for right now. Book for everyone, get it <laughs> if you haven't read it. Wow. So he was in the Holocaust and he was in a concentration camp. Oh, my gosh. And he wrote about it that it was literally like I was crying. I remember I listened to it. So that was oh, – listening to it was to powerful. And I remember walking up and down Hedges Street <laughs> on the sunny Gold Coast. And guys, if you don't, if you're not familiar with Hedges Street, it's like filled with massive mansions, big mansions. Yeah, like huge, ridiculous. I mean, no, I shouldn't say ridiculous. No judgment here. Uh, but the- <laughs> it's like, yes, that was judgment. No, it's fine. No, but like just these outrageously big. If you live in a big house, please fill it with people. Yes. <laughs> It was, they're just really, really big. And I'm like, how is this possible? Anyway, but it was, it was like, I'll never forget because, you know, hearing about the Holocaust Mm -hmm. and then walking amongst the Gold Coast with McMansions, it's very, is the the word ironic? Is it like? It was really weird because, because of how amazing the book was, 
it painted a, an amazing picture of it. Yeah. You felt like you were in it. You felt like you were part of it. And then you would look out yeah. to your world because yeah. you've been so in the book world and you're like, whoa, I'm not there. And also then it kind of is like, well, this is so ridiculous. It's not important at all. Yeah. I think that's what it made me realise that it's how materialistic that we – and, you know, it's just my, me looking at society, not <laughs> – not the houses on hedges. <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe we got this a little bit wrong. Yeah. That maybe none of this is important and what is truly important. And, yeah, it's the people. It's the purpose. It's mm. finding the purpose even in the hardest moments. Yeah, and that's what this this book does. It shows you how you can find purpose, meaning in hardship. And I think, wow, what a brilliant book for right now. Mm. Like, mm. God, this book is perfect. life-changing. Book. This book I don't know, like I, I'm kind of speechless thinking about it because it really, I don't it makes you get grateful for your life. It feels so surreal to yeah, read about yeah. what happened back then, I think, yeah. as well. It's really hard like how, to picture it. How, how did this happen? Yeah. How so possible? And how did this man stay so strong? Yeah. And the, the strength came from his purpose. Yeah. His purpose to write to- and to... To live. To live, yeah. And to find joy. Yeah. Remember yeah. you talked about find, like how they would joke? Oh, my god! Like in, when they were in the camps and they would just try and like find sparks of joy. It reminds me of the movie I just watched. I know we're not talking about movies, but that Life is Beautiful movie, mm. the Italian movie, is a Holocaust movie. Oh, oh, such a beautiful movie and everyone should watch it as well. <laughs> where's, where's it streamed on? Stan. Okay. This is not in a, Australia. This is not a – Promotion for Stan, yes. but if you do have it, go check it out. Next book, <laughs> the Bhagavad Gita. Oh, and is... I haven't actually finished that book, but you finished Beautiful it. Book. Um, so the translation of the one that I've read is by Stephen Mitchell, and basically, <laughs> it is the story of Krishna and oh my god, how have I forgotten his name? Starts with an A, Arjuna. Arjuna. Um, So a warrior. And so this is a yoga book. It's a yoga philosophy. It's all about, it is about the art of like detachment and surrender again. And it's this idea that we have like two, two of us, like within us. And we have this, this person who is the ego and this is resistance. This is like, this will not work. You cannot go that way. Do not do this. What if this bad thing happens? And then there's Krishna who is like, all is well. You can do this. I know you can. And it's like you have these like two opposing like converse, this opposing conversation going on in your head. And it's like whichever one you listen to, whichever one you feed is the mm. one that comes to life. And it's kind of the idea between that white and dark wolf yeah, story where yeah. it's like which wolf are you going to feed? Yeah. Which voice are you going to feed? Which voice are you going to listen to? And so it's just like actually a poem and it's like it's very simple. It's very easy to read. It's very short. You'll read it in less than a day. Um, and I just like it because it's poetry. So I love poetry and like yeah. the, I love how like the it sounds and it, like the rhythm of it all. So I think it's super powerful. All, all about like you know achieving what you want to achieve and doing things even when you feel that that voice in your head saying you can't and yeah. just pushing through and doing it anyway. Yeah, I think I should finish that book. Mm. It's listening to your true, your truth. Mm. It's the truth that you are amazing, that you mm. are well, that you can do it, that everything else is just not the truth. <laughs> Isn't it funny? Like when I think about it, all these books are so similar but so different. <laughs> like I'm like, the <laughs> they're all the same. <laughs> you guys, 
It doesn't even matter which book you read. Just pick one. You'll get the same. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get the same benefits. And, and the benefit is knowing that you're amazing just as you are. Mm-hmm. And right here, right now, whatever situation you are in, even if you feel like you're at rock bottom, this is all part of it. Like mm-hmm. this is life. This is the magic of life. And when we allow ourselves to feel it fully and properly and experience it, this is when we can reap all the the, the richness and the depth of it. So amazing. Oh. Is that our list? No, there was one more. Oh. The Big Leap. Oh, by yeah. By Gay Hendricks. You know, and I can't even remember this book. But Me either, it's really. It's tattered and it's battered in my bookshelf. Um, <laughs> it's about fear it's, as well. Again, Resistance it's, it's too. A, and it's about kind of um, working in your zone of genius. They yeah. talk about this. They talk. He talks about this. And I really like it. And it is about fear. It's about taking the big leap from like being in your fishbowl and then like leaping out of the fishbowl kind of thing. Um, believing in yourself and doing the things that you didn't think you could, but then also tuning into what is the thing that you're really good at. Yeah. And focusing on that and letting everything else go. So I think this is a really big lesson, especially if you're in like a growing phase of your life or uh, I can liken it to a business, for example, when you're holding on to all the tasks that yeah. you think you need to Ooh. do. I need to do it all because I'm the best at it. And then you kind of are like, hang on, what's my zone of genius? That's not my zone of genius. Like I'm going to step up into the zone of genius, let everything else fall away, and probably you'll still get the same amount of level of success and successes in inverted commas, whatever that looks like to you. Um, and so it's super interesting. Actually, I've take, I've popped it like on my bookshelf, top of the bookshelf so I can read it again. I love that. That sounds so good. Yeah. We all need that. I think we do. And again, all the same though, right? Get out of your own way. We're all in our own way. Get out of your own way. Follow the flow. Find the flow. Yeah. Notice the flow. Yeah. Surrender to the flow. Ooh. Find your purpose. Create joy. Create joy. Find the joy. Yeah. Notice the joy. Like it's there. Uh, feel the the natural rhythm. Tap into the natural rhythm. Tap into your natural rhythm. Tap into your intuition. Mm-hmm. Follow your heart. Mm-hmm. And these books will help you connect to your heart and yourself mm-hmm. and your true desires. So then we therefore live lives that we uh, – are like, yeah, this is my life. Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it for external things. I'm doing it for myself. Holy moly. Mind blown. So if you <laughs> uh, read one of these books, let us know. Take a photo of you reading it and share it with us on Instagram. Oh, yeah, we'd love to That'd see. That would be so much fun. But then also if you have a book to add, if you're like, hang on, girls, you missed this one and this is the best book ever, please tell us that as well. Yeah, guys, if you like you, – if you're a person who's read like almost every single one of these books and you're like – Girls, I know what book you're going to love next. Please give us your recommendations. Yeah, we need it. Like, <laughs> seriously, like, Carla needs to stop watching Netflix. <laughs> kidding, kidding. I love Outlander. <laughs> Jamie? Like, I'm all for Jamie. I've watched the whole series already, so no, no shame. Up. Oh, my God, Jamie. Oh, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we would love to hear your recommendations. But otherwise, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We can't wait to be back with another episode next week. On who knows what. (laughs) It's a mystery. It is. Bye. Bye.